Welcome to Death Row. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> I'm gonna fight your fucking ass. You don't got, you're playing touch butt with that dork in the park. Ah, uh, there's a little snake in the grass. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. No fucking Jesus, people. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Hey, pussy, are you still there? I'm back. Who the fuck is that guy? Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. I would like to introduce... Welcome to the MMA for Money special edition show with Gustavo Lopez. In this show, we have an exclusive interview with the UFC bantamweight newcomer, Gustavo Lopez. I am Bob Voss, your favorite garbage man at MMA State of Mind, here with Mike Copenhaver. You can find him at Don't Cope, just win on Twitter. As always, the show is on Twitter at MMA for Money Show. Mike, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing absolutely amazing, man. I'm just stoked to be here with Gustavo Lopez after his short notice debut in the UFC. I just can't wait to see him on a full camp and uh, just be able to talk with him and hear his uh, thoughts on how his short notice debut was and just a couple more things uh, to get some insight on how fighters think on the backstage, uh, similar to my brother and the experience that I saw. Well, it's a special edition, so we're not here on our normal day, but you know what? The MMA for Money show is here. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast Podcasts, RSS Feed. We are also available on YouTube for full-length shows as well as special tidbits. Please like, comment, and share to spread the word. Now, we are here with the former Combate America's bantamweight champion, Gustavo Lopez. Gustavo, how are you doing tonight? Amazing. Truly, truly amazing right now. Just got done with working out. Felt great. Uh, took like last the last two weeks off, kind of sore from the fight, you know. Got some pretty hard 15 minutes of just back and forth and him taking me down, trying to hold me down. But I really didn't get that much damage in the face. But those uh, that one leg kick that he got me with and then the others is just kind of what kind of started everything. It's just my legs were kind of sore and that hard weight cut was just so drained in my body i thought i thought i was gonna be okay but 17 pounds in 20 hours is no joke so no that's that's crazy yeah my watching my brother he cut i wouldn't cut that much weight so close to the fight i think his goal was to have 10 pounds on fight week i think it was uh to cut so for you to cut uh so much so fast it's so hard on your body i don't think people realize how the dehydration really affects your your whole muscles and your brain and everything you know no, for sure. Uh, when I usually I'm around eight, eight to ten, like you said, it's normal easily. But when you get a short notice call like that, <laughs> it's like, hey, do you want to go to the major leagues and uh, fight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so where, so where were you when you got that call? I was at home. I was, I went, I went to go mountain biking. I literally was, about, I almost crashed really bad <laughs> that day. No. So I'm like, we're going mountain biking uh, here in Vegas. It just. There's some like pretty mean terrain, oh, so yeah. there's like some cliffs, and I'm like, Ugh, almost a shit, and Ooh. then just I got back and made it, made it safe, got home, and then literally just about was about to go eat, and then I'm like, I got the call, I'm like, hey, uh, my manager just fa- FaceTimed me, and he never FaceTimed me, he nice. really text, text or a call like normal, and like I'm like, hey, what do you, you know, what's going on? But when he FaceTimed me, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> He, he called, he, he's like, hey, you want you ready to fight? And I'm like, yeah, when is it? Tomorrow. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I bet you're happy that he called you before you ate dinner that night. 100%. I'm like, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of going and get some pancakes, feeling comfortable, you know, doing all. Because it was Thursday. Like, usually 
like during the week, like I know I'm gonna get caught. Like I was, I was already ready for kind of an extraordinary fight. Like I went to go get my, I went to go get an MRI that Tuesday, just thinking like, you know what, just in case they call me, I'm gonna need my MRI, I'm gonna need my blood work, I'm gonna need my eye exam, physical, all that. So I was already, I was already going on that. So like, you know, already thinking like, damn, I might as well get it. So I got the physical, I got the MRI, and literally the next day, hey, you, do you want to fight? And I'm like, and I'm like, of course. And I really didn't, I didn't say who am I fighting, what weight, like it could have been at 45 against a monster. (laughs) I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) And like a couple years, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was offered to fight, uh, not offered to fight, but I was asked like if I'm willing to fight Cody Stamen and it's one of my own teammates. And I'm like, to get in, to get in, of course, you know, to get into the UFC, he will, he understood. You understood. Hold on. So with Cody, you you get some good wrestling rounds in now at least, oh, right? Oh, hundred percent. No, great yeah. wrestling rounds. We we went back and forth. So I like I knew like uh, I would have taken the fight, but it's like it's your own teammate, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, I didn't want to get in that way, but to get into the UFC, I would have fought anybody. You know, because you're, tra- you're training yeah. at Extreme Couture, right? Yeah, he, and he as well. He just he just joined the team, maybe. Couple months ago, so now he's a really big asset in the team. He's amazing training partner, good, always willing to help out. He's been helping Joe B in his camp, and he's just been helping everybody, you know. So I'm like, yeah, you know. But I was like, luckily it didn't go through. And literally the next week, hey, we're fighting. Uh, what was that guy's name? Mas, how do you pronounce his name? Marab Davishvili. <laughs> Marab, Marab. And that's like, that's taken a lot of practice and him fighting a lot of times for me to actually be able to pronounce that last name. So I'll, I think that's actually the first time I've nailed it. So it's a good thing. Yeah, somewhere, I, I don't, somewhere. Yeah. I don't even try, dude. I just say Marab, bro. Marab, Marab. Yeah. Much shorter, much so shorter. Marab, at, the, at the moment, we just like it really, it really didn't matter who it was. So we're like, we're, we'll fight anybody. It was luckily it was at thirty five. Was another, and he's a tough dude. Like later oh, on, yeah. I've been like I, I researched a little bit more about him now, and I'm like, wow. He goes in there and just manhandles everybody, ragdolls yeah, people. That, that's why you're, you you did so well, bro. Your, your get-up game was super impressive because, uh, you know, I'm a wrestler and I did jiu-jitsu with my brother and stuff for the Barrett Yoshida down in San Diego, uh, you know, one of the best grapplers in the world. And so I, uh, you know, those get the get-up game is so important, dude. You know, a lot of the times you see even these pro athletes who uh, they practice all the time and they rehearse these situations – they still freeze once they get to the fight and you know they're not fighting for the hands or the underhook or pummeling they're they're forgetting the basic things that you guys practice so so much but it's because it's a fucking fight man i mean yes. uh, a lot of people a lot of people uh you know on the internet especially they've never been punched in their face never rolled one round never done anything so they just like to talk a lot but they, they don't realize like it, it's so it's so different when action's coming at you right now, you know, like you could train all you want, but then it's, it's literally now's you like, it's coming at you. You, you, you trained a bunch of it. It's just how well do you uh, perform under stress each time and you get better and better at it, you know? And so, uh, your get up game was super impressive, bro, because Marab is super, super impressive. He, I mean, he's like top 15 in the division, uh he's he, no one really wants to fight him because he is a wrestler and and even like my brother he didn't like fighting wrestlers he, he that was like his achilles heel he uh he'd always he'd come home and be like dude i just please because anthony johnson was in the 170 division when my brother was in 170 and he was like please god don't ever give me anthony rumble johnson and i was like i was like what fool you better 
you better get that fool. And he was like, dude, shut the fuck up right now, dude. You don't understand how big this dude is, dude. Like, I'm telling you, don't you don't know what you're talking about. And then, like, when I saw Anthony Rumble Johnson in person, and then I realized he's fighting 205 pounds years down the road, I was like, yeah. holy shit, no and wonder why. Dude, yeah, and a big yeah, dude. No wonder why my bro didn't want to fight his ass, dude. So, I mean, it sucks, though, because in the UFC, you like you said, you got you, you to gotta come when the boss calls, right? That's 100%. It's just, it's it's the big leagues. It's just like the MLB. If I work for the Yankees, they call. I'm coming. Uh, you want me a hair blue? You want it white? You want my back, my jersey, pink? I don't. It's whatever you want. You pay me the exactly. pay the bills. Um, when it sucks though, is that you know you're a person too, and you're your own company in in the sense, and you have to look out for yourself. But what it's hard for you to say. Oh no, I don't really want to take that matchup when there could be better ones. You know. There but, is, there's a bunch of better ones. There's definitely course. a bunch of better ones, but you say feel, no to you say no yeah. to the wrong boss, and you ain't never coming back. You never so, get in the call. Exactly. No, and the first so one you were, was gonna be yes, hundred percent. So you could have been so, anybody. So you were super impressive, in the sense of short notice fighting a top fifteen guy, a guy that you didn't even study, I guess, which is crazy because uh, no. I guess it wouldn't have helped you at all because uh you know such short notice, you might as well just do what you were good at. So I think now knowing, I guess, that you didn't really have, you didn't have a camp in general at all for that specific wrestler, he'd be fucked, you know. Um, 100%. If, if I you feel like, we fight him again, you light him story. up. You light him up with your hands so fast. Um, not not taking anything away from him, he's a great fighter, but I I still feel like you exposed a little bit of his game, and that if you had a chance at a full camp and pre- prepared for that style guy, he has no stand up for you, you know, like no. <clears throat> nothing to offer. And so I, I just love to see you do a rematch. I feel we're definitely, I'm definitely going to want a rematch, but I'm not like, he's on the way up. He's on his way. Yeah. Team. He's not going to, he's going to look back and be like, no, I don't want to fight that dude <laughs> with a full camp. But, you know, and why would he fight me right now? Like right now I'm coming first, like first fight as a loss, but like my stock went up. A lot of people like yourselves and everybody else was like, I have nothing but positive feedback after my fight. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I was in some bad positions, and I got out, and I fought through it. And there was chance, there was moments in the fight that I could easily have give, given up. And I'm like, mm. you know what? He got he, when he got that arm, and I'm like, oh, like yeah. it was tight. It was it bad. It was tight. I know. In my, in my in my head, I'm like, eh, let it snap. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna let that thing break and get out of there and keep fighting through it because that's just that's my style. Like I love to fight. Nice. But it's funny because the reason, like you said, he, I think he broke his record of the most takedowns or something like that that's what i heard but i realized the only way the reason he broke his record because i got up oh yeah 100 you know? and and the, some of those weren't even takedowns though because yeah i don't sometimes i mean i love wrestling and some of them aren't takedowns you he'd take you down you touch your knee and you'd be and back then, up and yeah. so i mean is that a takedown was that one of them i the judges are simply not very good we all know this they're they're not fighters they've never fought they they clearly have no eyes when they watch some of these fights. It's crazy sometimes, you know. For sure, and then also, I think uh, like at the time I wasn't really like. I think I was like I have a good guillotine, so I was like I, I was I think I was chasing that too much when I should have mm. just wrestled him. And my yeah. wrestling actually is pretty 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 awesome if I wrestled. But mm-hmm. right away I was I attacked the guillotine and it looked like it was just taking me down right away. But like I felt like if he just shoot and I shoot at the same time. We're gonna bump. We're gonna be like two Rams and hitting each other, and we're gonna go. And I f- definitely felt like my standup was a lot better. Oh yeah. So we wrestle. We fight again and down the line. You know, I feel like right now I want to get some wins in. I want to fight people. You know, coming up 
newcomers and people that are, you know, people are coming up. We'll fight them. We'll get a couple more wins. We'll resign. We'll get another contract, and then later on in the future, that's definitely a fight that's that is possible. Or who knows? Maybe I just pass them right away, get some bigger wins, and jump right right away above them, and then I never see them again. So well, one thing one thing you did in a major way, and I actually I actually love this. And they've got it on the broadcast, but as you came out first to the cage. And then coming right at him in the first round, and then eventually in the third. I, I'm not sure if I caught it in the second. You were just grinning right at him, and you could tell he didn't know how to take it. Like you could see that there was no fear right there, and he's not used to that. No. Everybody that he faces is so used to just like people conceding position. And you went straight across. You put hands on him early, scrambled out as soon as he got a trip in, and very few times was he able to like keep you and hold you down. Even when he did, you were defending against the majority of the strike. So I have to ask you, uh, going in there with a smile like that, was that just sheer joy from being in the UFC, or were you playing a little bit of mental game there with Marab? No, I love it. I, I love being in the cage and fighting. Like I'm not, a, I'm not a mean person or aggressive person outside, and I'm not inside. I'm, like, I'm a very technical and passionate fighter that I love what I do, and like, being in the cage is no place I'd rather be. I love being in, and like the reason I smile so much, even in the face, people, are like, why you smile? I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm fucking living my dream right now. Like I, you know, I'm fighting in the UFC, and even before that, when I was fighting for the world uh, for combate, there's always a smile on my face because I love doing it. I work so hard to be this good, and and it's funny because it's just the beginning. Like for the longest time, I was just kind of figuring things out, and I was always a training partner, and it was never like my, like my time to shine. But now being in the UFC, it just the PI has been a so big difference already. Having Bo as my strength conditioning coach, having Tara, Bobby, and Heather as the PT guys, and anything's hurt, they they take care <laughs> of you. Alexa, That's huge. Yeah, Alexa and Charles are the two nutritionists at the PI, and they like we did a full test of the uh, VO two max or something like that. Like they test your your metabolics and how like how much you burn and all that, and they're like fixing the my nutrition. So, like, I have peak performance. Like, before, I was just kind of eating whatever, kind of, like, I thought it was healthy, but I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't, ta- wasn't taking any really vitamins. I don't, wasn't sure how, what to take. Now, I text Charles, like, hey, I feel this way and I feel that way. I'm dehydrated. Oh, here you go. Take this. Take this multivitamin. Take this and that. Like, they're going to, uh, I'm so excited. Out of this first fight camp and see how much better I've gone. I'm going to get. And now that I'm actually doing a lot better, I'm like, I don't have to work as much, you know? So more time to rest, more time to get better, more time to just improve. And I'm just so excited and so happy that, like, I'm in this kind of position right now in my life. And life is good right now. Yeah, it, it really is for you. And then so uh, when you, what was it like fighting with no with no fans, you know? Because that was the first time that you've had I that. Mean, that was like no one. I really it really it felt, it felt like another sickle Saturday for us. Uh, we do like these sickle Saturdays. It's pretty much a fight simulation at the gym. Okay. So we, you know, coach coach tell you we get the bat, we pick it up, we slam it, we're hitting pads, full blow. Our teammates taking us down, we're getting back up. We do that every Saturday before a fight. So it kind of felt like that. You know, okay. it wasn't a big deal. Like literally, I got caught on Thursday, so there's no time to overthink it. So we just hey, let's fuck, let's go fight. <laughs> <laughs> that what it was. There was no game plan. There, it was literally, let's go out, have a good time, and just, you know, go in to win. Because I wasn't going in there like, oh, I'm just gonna lose. I'm like, I was going in there, to take that guy's head off. But that wake up was just different. Like I felt like, 
I felt tired. I felt, you know, not enough in the tank. And, my, like, the punches kept, felt kind of like all the lactic acid just kind of built up. And I was like, oh. But, you know, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for how much better I'm going to be. And the next guy that I get is going to be a fun one. Well, you yeah. have a, you're in a great situation being there in Vegas because they're going to consistently be going to the apex over the course of, I don't know, as long as this quarantine lasts. So provided that you stay in any semblance of any weight class fight shape, like you've seen guys over the course of this quarantine fit in two or three times already because they're 100%. available and they're healthy. So you yeah. could slide in it two, three more times before the end of the year if you really or, want to. And I do. I definitely do. I want to. I already heard they're 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 already coming back in August at the Apex. They're gonna do Apex. They're gonna do the UFC fights and they're gonna do contender fights. So every like they're gonna be like two fights every two cards every every week within in August. So I'm hoping to get on the end of August card. So whenever that is against you know a good opponent, so that gives me right now six weeks to get ready for it. So we're already back in camp and ready to go. Nice. And what's really cool is the extra eyes and attention on the fighters right now because uh, no no other sports are in session. So, uh, the, you know, you get more eyes than ever, and which is super cool for your own stock. And uh, But what, uh, also, you know, you, ne- you didn't have the PI Performance Center before. I, I think about I, I totally know what you mean now on uh, nutrition-wise. Like you got a professional nutritionist and you have people who are giving you information that makes sense. And so for you, you I mean, you probably are so much stronger than you were at entering your that fight with Marab. I mean, could, can you, I mean, I can't even imagine how like you entering now with as strong as you are with Marab, even just with a little bit of help from the PI. So imagine Marab's had many fights in the UFC already. He's had the access to the PI and more. And you did 15 minutes with them and did a wonderful. So it's just like you should, you know, you just got to take that and run with it. And I mean, the worst thing, all you got to do is basically then just take wrestling hard as fuck and keep training some boxing, you know, and you're going to exactly. be cra- And Cody crazy. Stamen's perfect for that as yeah. a training partner to get ready yeah, for a match with Marab down the line. Yeah, 100%. Like, and yeah. again, we're not, we're not chasing Marab. It's a no, no. I want you. To, I'm chasing Rob. I, I'm chasing him for you. So <laughs> we want it has, not, it has nothing to do with you. And I don't want him. I don't want you to go straight back to that either. I think you deserve someone. Uh, uh, someone that you do. Someone coming in now that wants to see if are you ready for the UFC now? Let's see. Let's Gustavo Lopez whoop your ass. Because then you know. And then you take him out. And then maybe someone else, another one. And then if they want to do that with Marab, but like you said, you could, you could surpass, you could surpass them easily. And I, 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 it's a personal thing, I guess, uh, for us that we want, we just want it for you because we're we're going to get it. We're we're definitely going to get it. We're, I feel like it's going to happen eventually. We'll see what happens. But right now I'm just focusing on getting better, making sure my nutrition's right. And just being in a good state of mind and ready to fight whoever shows up. So what did you eat? Um, after your victory? What did we eat? Oh. You didn't eat, did you have anything like exciting? Steak? No. Nah, sushi? Yeah, probably, yeah, no. Just I think we just had like regular steak, regular like. Okay. We, we my, just my, steak, we had steakhouse afterwards. Okay. My, my brother, uh, after weigh-ins, he, we would like instantly, he was like, we're going to Olive Garden so I can go ahead up and get some pasta uh, and breadsticks and stuff. So I'm like, but I don't think you should be eating that still, dude. But dude, it's, it's never ending though. But it's never ending. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. <laughs> and the Alfredo sauce is so good, dude. Dip it in there. So I always like to ask like uh, fighters what they like to eat or what they craved. Usually I go like, I do a lot of salmon, some spinach, okay. sweet potato, kind of just stuff for the next day. I don't like need to go and enjoy myself. I need to have the right nutrition in my body 
to perform the next day. And afterwards, nice. we're going to celebrate and have, have a blast for sure. Nice. So normally, obviously, this was crazy. You had no time to cut weight, no anything like that. How does your typical week go normally? Like nor- normally, how much weight are you cutting for 135? Eight pounds. Oh, we go, we eight, go yeah. eight pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. We'll get down to like 47, 46, fully hydrated, and then just water load all the way to it. And then the day of, we'll just sit in the sauna and just, and just slowly get it out. No, no big rush. Very easy wake up for me right now. And that's, again, that's a easy wake up without having the right nutrition, in, yeah. without having the right vitamins, without mm-hmm. having the right guidance. Now with having the PI and everybody there, oh, I feel like it's going to be even easier. And you, can you go there pretty much ad libitum like any day you want to oh, now that you're in the UFC? 100%. Yes, 100%. Uh, uh, right now, because of the whole COVID, like they make a, you have to call in or make an appointment the day of, oh, the day before. Like, hey, like tomorrow I got strength conditioning with Bo at 9 a.m. And then at 10 o'clock or 10.30 right after that, I got PT. So if anything's sore from the workout or the day before, they'll work on it, massages, anything, injury, they'll, they'll make it work. And then we have the ice bath, sauna, jacuzzi, the whole works at the PI. So I'm happy that I'm living in Vegas because there's people, <laughs> people in the UFC that don't have access to it because they just don't live here. Totally. You know, they, they come visit and it's nice, but they're like they're only here for a week and then they're gone. Yeah, you actually get to take the the fullest advantage of it, you know. 100%. And uh, they they cook food for you too if you're hungry, right? Yes. Oh yeah. No. I'll, oh. Right now, there's a cafeteria at the PI, but like right now it's kind of closed, so you just call Charles or Alexa, and they're like, "Hey, could we get lunch and dinner?" And nice. they're like, the chef cooks it. Here you go. Just, <laughs> it's it's so cool. Yeah, it we is. I. I work for a local 44 Hollywood as a carpenter. Uh, we do uh, like Netflix films or Universal or Paramount, or we just build uh, the sets for the movies. Nice. Uh, so very much like UFC now in uh, the sense of professionalism when they set up food, you know, for us and like for yourself. Like I, I, I'm just stoked because yours, it's UFC is getting so professional now, and to see them feeding you guys and taking care of you guys. Like when I go to the Universal lots or I go to a Paramount lot. I mean, the, the grill, the chef, there's a chef there at all times, you know, there's, there's sushi fresh. There's, there's all these healthy options for me during lunch, um, that I could take advantage of just as a person. And I'm just a carpenter, uh, but that's what unions get you, you know? And that's what I just imagine how good it's getting for the UFC. And, and then eventually, hopefully one day you guys get a fight, a, a union. Cause it really, I know I don't really want you to speak on that. Cause it's not even worth your time as an employee to talk about it. But I know as, as being in a union, how, how much it's helped and benefit my family. I, and I know that my brother was uh, big on hoping the fighters would have something to protect themselves after their careers. Uh, I know that Dana doesn't call it a career, which is, you know, it's kind of crazy to me. But uh, it, to me, it is, you know, you're choosing and dedicating your life to one sport, a professional athlete. And it, it's uh, it's just cool to see you be able to take a professional advantage of the PI Performance Center and then giving back to the fighter finally, like you can go and get the massages that would have costed you, you know, 50, hundred bucks, right? At a, somewhere else. Yeah. For what, and uh, so I just, I'm, I'm stoked for you because you, you're going to use it to the fullest. And I, uh, I just love the fact that they're doing it for you. I know. I'm very grateful for it too. Like before, like I used to go in there as a training partner for, uh, with Joe, when I was with Joe B or Boston Salmon, they used to be like, they're in the UFC and they're like, at the time you could always bring a, a teammate and they used to bring me. So I used to do some workouts. But they were based, they were designed for him because he needed 
strength his legs or he needed conditioning and I, I, I did them so it helped. Yeah. But now these workouts that I'm doing now are specifically for me. That's cool. Based on my tests. So at my tests we just figured out what I need, if I need more cardio, I need more strength, what I need and they just do it. And again with the meals, I don't even decide on what meals I need. Like they they like they always ask me, like, oh what kind of food do you want? I'm like just, <laughs> make it. And I I'm like whatever you, whatever my body needs to perform, that's what I want. Nice. So it's and it's super tasty. Every, all the food is amazing. It tastes great. But they know exactly. They measure it. They weigh it. They he needs this. Needs this kind of protein. This kind of nutrition. This kind of vitamins. And here's the meal. So like there's like a lot of people do like protein shakes and stuff like that. Might as well just eat regular food. You know, <laughs> people don't don't do it because they don't understand it or they don't know how or it takes too much time to cook it. They're just lazy. Yeah, they're, too. Yeah, they're just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually what it yes. is. I mean, it and takes are, time. It takes time to go light up the grill, to light some, to do salmon, to get some asparagus going, to get those beautiful nutrients in your body. But you are what you eat, and that's why they always say that. And you know, if you eat fast food every day and you keep bloating yourself up with garbage, it, you're not going to feel and perform. And that's why it's smart to hear. I liked it. It's crazy for me because my brother was such a pig, just a fat ass. I guess after <laughs> he, because he, you know, six days a week he would he'd be professional, and then Sunday was his cheat day. Yeah. And so he would that, he would have. Yeah, he would have his of pizza, his carne asada, all his foods that he wanted on on his Sunday cheat day. But uh, after his fights, and especially after he weighed it, uh, weighed in, he he automatically wanted up. to get yeah, he wanted to get food. Oh yeah, easy fifteen plus right pounds. Away. Oh yeah, it was insane easy. how big he would get because he was one of the bigger dudes cutting down. But uh, it, it's just so cool that you get to actually use the the PI and as a professional athlete, you know, and uh, to hear stories about it because as a fan, even we're fans too. Um, we we don't get to hear about Bo, the personal strength conditioner, uh, the the strength coach over there. Strength yeah, strength coach. Yeah, we don't know his name, and now we do. So that's yeah. cool, you know. And it, it gives him rec- it gives him recognition, three. you know. Yeah. And uh, I like to hear the inside details of that, and oh. it, not a lot of people know that you guys get food like I just said. You know, you know, like there's a full cafeteria. Then usually they give you like they're like, oh, you, there's a cafeteria, and you can decide. Like they have salad bar, they have pizza they have like this uh they have theirs i think they're sponsored by this trifecta meals so they have a trifecta meals nice. already there and then there's a grill like hey you want a burger you want some fries you want <laughs> so cool you want, you want veggies it's like four different stations or you need to talk ask the ask the grill guy like hey can i get some salmon on the grill and then put it on your salad and yeah, it's nice so cool. you could choose but now like i don't even want to choose i just want to know i just i'm gonna let my <laughs> let the nutritionist decide like hey you need this for your body and I, I like even at home i haven't bought groceries in like the past past like two three weeks now since is that no way every cool. day I, every day i go get meals on the weekend I'll, I'll go buy some salmon i'll throw some stuff on the grill nice. but during the week there's always meals there and now i actually have to go trifecta meals like they're already pre-made and like they gave me a whole box of them and like hey here you go for the weekend so you don't have to worry about cooking either I'm like, that's so cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to worry about other things. Yes, 100%. So I get to focus more on just, you know, take, resting my body, spending time with friends, and just making sure I'm a better athlete. Well, and I would be upset if I didn't ask because you have. You've rattled off quite a few names of people working at the UFC, which is beyond impressive because, I mean, like I think you've rattled off about uh, 10 to 12 names of people that work at the UFC. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask what your dog's name is. Who's been doing the interview here? This cause... guy, his name is Yoshi. Yoshi, Yoshi nice. Yoshi. The, Mar- the Mario Brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually from the 
Ninja Turtles. Like the, I was, what episode it was. Like this little Asian boy. Oh really? His his name was yeah, and the 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 Ninja Turtle, like the like the car. Like the yeah, Ninja I love Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I yeah. just don't. I just somehow didn't know to click that one. It's you know everybody everybody thinks Yoshi from uh, Mario's, but it's yeah. actually it was from Yoshi from the little Asian guy, just little Asian dude. <laughs> nice. Was friends with the Ninja Turtles when they went back in time for I think in the past and they're like hanging no, out yeah, with these in, samurais. Uh, yes, yes when, they, yeah, when they go back in time and he's trying <laughs> to get him to he's trying to get him to make a pizza and he basically ends up making a frisbee. The little boy there yeah. that helps him. Uh, the get little him boy. There. Yeah, yeah the I got you now. Is, the kid is named nice. Yoshi. Oh, Hell yeah! Never clicked. <laughs> That's he, so he, cool. Uh, Michelangelo saves him from the fire. See, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bob. That's, hey, that's I, I tried to change the podcast name to the nerd and the nut because I'm the, I'm the nut, the psychopath. <laughs> and so the, he's the nerd. So he for sure 100% knew. I was, I watched the show, but I still don't know what you're talking about. No, dude, you're talking about the live action movies, man. Yeah. Oh, no, that was, oh, that was yeah, the live action movies from the 90s. That's from the uh, third. They the go day. back in time. Casey Jones, right? Yeah, but, he was in the, the first one and a little bit in the third one. The first one, was, the first one I saw for sure. That was my favorite. But hey, after the that, first one I, taught me how to swear when I was like seven years old. So where I learned how to say damn was the first uh, Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Raphael screaming at everybody in New York City. Yeah, no, I just, every, like literally, the, everything in, at the PI has been truly amazing. I'm so grateful for my, my, uh, my management. Uh, He's the one that just gave me the call and made it happen. Like he's always been like, "Hey man, stick to your guns." And I'm like, and I have amazing stuff. Like other than just the strength conditioning, the whole I have my team at Extreme Couture. Yeah. All the co- I, have, I run I run with like three different coaches. I have two striking coaches, so it's like I have an amazing team and amazing guys, teammates. You know, Cody Stamen, Joe B, bunch of the guys, Boston Salmon. We have some huge names that I've been with, and then we just make each other better. We're always there for like right away. I wrapped in my fight on Monday. I was at the gym making sure Joe B had a partner, so he's ready to go for his title fight coming up. That was nice. nice so we're you. like, where are we at? And he kicked me in the leg, and I'm like, oh, oh, my you're sick. Yeah, you're sort of like that's so hey, fight. I, I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah. No, you ain't gonna say nothing. But it's no. still like, dang, dude, you're sick. That hurt. Hey, he's, he, hey, he's getting ready for a world title fight. So, oh yeah. Hey. You kick away, we, man. We're big Joe B fans over here, dude. We oh, we yeah. we bet him multiple times on the he, podcast. Is by far one of the best humans I ever met. Dude, we agree, and oh, we we uh, about we over Joe B over here, and, and <laughs> sometimes it gets the best of us when we bet, and uh, we we bet Joe B with our hearts always. So we just oh, always bet. Well, he wins more often he, than not. So he's oh yeah, he's very good. Oh, he's cleaned up. Hey, he's cleaned up many of units for us. We've we've only lost like one I, I could ever remember. And I either way, we are love Joe B. We, we're big fans. We wanted him to win the championship last time. We hope we're praying he's going to get it this time. He looks sharp. He you tell Joe B. Ready. You tell Joe B. To, to to give the MMA for Money podcast a chance over here, and we'll get it. We'll get on the mic with him because I'd love to speak to him because uh, he's a legend for sure. Oh, he truly is. He like he's definitely one of those guys <laughs> that kind of like took you under your wing and just kind of just he's just so smart about just fashion and just music and just. Everything he's a good you person, think dude. of, and he's such a great person. He's genuine, a good, good person. He really is, dude. And yeah. so, yeah, you tell him we love him over at MMA for Money. We bet, we bet him always. It's pretty much a guaranteed bet if he fights. So it, it, it doesn't even matter. I mean, the only like, time we lost weekend. on him was the controversial loss he had in the title fight. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some garbage. 
He's looking ready. He's looking ready. Looking ready. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, we appreciate all insider info right there on Joe B yeah. for the upcoming fight because he's definitely going to be the underdog going in. So that might be definitely worth it. Because money, money there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he looks so good. Everything. That guy has a tank on him. Oh, he's amazing. So, yeah. Well, yeah, quick, that was one thing we wanted to bring up. We were beyond impressed with, okay, so you have a short notice fight. Like crazy short notice. You cut crazy amounts of weight in a very brief amount of time. And your gas tanked look phenomenal in the latter rounds to the point that since he had to take so much energy, Rob, to get you down, he almost looked like more the gas one as the fight went on. It was it was a little crazy. Like you were still throwing like hey. your your uh your output in the second round, I think was higher than your first. Huh. Yeah. It's. Yeah, it, I think I have to I have to uh, attire that with my new my new hobby. I started mountain biking. Oh yeah. Recently, so I go. I started biking. Uh, two of my big friend, good friends, uh, Jay Haran and uh, Brad Tavares. They started lifting at the gym, and they're like, "Hey, come join us." So I was lifting with them for a while, and then they and then they got mountain bikes, and they're like, "Hey, get, my, <laughs> get, a, get a mountain bike." And I'm like, okay. They're and smart. We, just, we we ride, like we're gonna ride tomorrow morning at six a.m. Like you gotta, you gotta go out earlier in Vegas because if it hits oh, when the sun comes up, that it gets hot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My yeah. my my grandpa's from uh, Henderson, Nevada, which is oh. ten minutes outside Vegas. So I'm I'm Vegas is my second home. I know all about that. It's hot hot when it's the sun's out in the summer, but it's cold as shit when it's in the winter. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so it's nice right now. Right, it's like seven eighty eh, ish around okay. six a.m. So we go right around early, but it's it's a it's a fun hobby that you don't really know. You don't feel like you're working out, but the, those you keep pedaling those legs and just you feel good. You just your tank gets a lot better. Your endurance we, gets huge. Yes, and then we just been riding with a bunch of dudes, and it's just the randomest dudes pop up, uh, <laughs> and it's like what? Like uh, another new friend that we just kind of met up, uh, Jay Haran's friend, uh, G, uh, TJ Lavin. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he's the, the BMX dude. BMX dude. Yeah. So he, he just came up. One day we were going to go ride, and this guy, I'm like, I wasn't sure. I didn't know who he was at the time. <laughs> like I knew, I knew who, who he was after I after I realized realized. Yeah. But the moment he like he came in shorts, just a, like no helmet, sandals. I'm like, oh, <laughs> who's this dude? Just yeah. to ride with us. Like he's gonna put his gear on. He's not ready. He rides just oh, like that with it. sandals, no helmet. Oh. Wow. And smokes us. And he just <laughs> yeah. takes off, and I'm like, No, he's the real deal, dude. I mean, that, later, that's later, later I found later I found yeah. out who he was showing like, off in his ah. sandals, bro. Yeah, he says he says he doesn't he doesn't go full gear because he gets too crazy. Oh, so that's said, true though. <laughs> I guess that's smart. So he, go, so he rides in sandals, rides no helmet, so he so he tones it down, and his tone tone down is yeah. is more than my full go. Yeah. So he's uh Another another dude that just amazing dudes. I like. I don't know how. Like, I think it's just my energy and who, and who I energy, hang out dude. with. Yeah. And who I hang out with, but I I've been luckily and blessed to be surrounded with some amazing friends. Good. Yeah, well, that's, know, good. that's the energy you attract. Those good friends, you know. Like you're smiling. Like I go out, I smile at people. I, I try to get send the good energy, you know. And so many people are caught up on their cell phones and they're not even trying uh, to be people. I'm like, bro, stop being a zombie. But like human, be a human right now. We're gonna talk. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. How are you gonna get a girl one day, bro? You can barely talk to me. Is that when you get nose to nose to him, make him very uncomfortable? Yeah, I'm like, oh the six feet, bro. Six feet <laughs> fuck out of my face, they said. <laughs> fuck all that. Um, but uh Bob, you ask ask him his picks for this few weekends. No, well, yeah, we don't want to keep you too long. So we're just gonna give you we're gonna get your quick picks for 
the main card for UFC 251. We'll start in the first fight of the main card. You don't have to go super in-depth unless you want to, but otherwise, quick picks. Or, by all means, if you have a connection to one of these guys you don't want to pick, by all means, you could say pass. We're totally okay with that. First fight on the main card is uh, Paige Van Zandt versus Amanda Rebus. How do you have that one going? Hmm. And Amanda Rebus. Amanda Rebus is, is favored heavily. So I think she's minus nine hundred right now. Yeah. I think. To give wow. you a to give you like a an, a knowledge. So so you don't guess randomly. She's favored. Yeah. No. Heavily. I I really don't know much about her. I know Paige is always game fighter. She but I feel she's you know I think all her focus is outside of the fight. I yep. think she's fighting because she, you know she has to run through her her contract. But I hear I've been hearing a lot of things about her. Kind of complaining like, oh, I make more money off posts than yep. than the fights, and I'm like, I don't know if her full go is gonna be in a fight. I I I see she's game. I've seen her fight before, very exciting. But I think, yeah, I'll give it to the other one. Uh, next up is a rematch. It's uh, Jessica Andrade versus Rose Namajunas. Oh, I'm going with Rose. Going with Rose now. Yeah, go, going with Rose. Uh, Rose is actually a. Came to Vegas a couple times and trained with uh, at the Bat Cave with uh, Jimmy Gifford mm-hmm. down here for a while. Is one of my striking coaches and Rose is always game. And again, another person that just amazing heart. Sweet so girl. yeah, sweet girl, friends with her management. You know, so I'm I'm always, I'm going with Rose. Gotcha. Uh, next up is the for the vacant championship in your division. Peter Yan is fighting longtime featherweight king Jose Aldo. We're going with Peter. Peter, with yeah, met him a couple times. Nice dude, but also Peter's also managed by the same company that I am. So oh, okay. Rubenstein, nice. Rubenstein is, is management, so I'm going with the team. Hell yeah. Do you think, think a wide decision? Think he might actually get the finish in there? We're going to lean that because he does have some power I, in the hands. He so. does have power. I think Joe looks amazing in his last fight, but I think just Peter is just so much power on his, and he just – Young, explosive dude. Aldo's a goat. Again, it's a good one of the goats. So, But I think Peter's ready to go, ready to get that title. Gotcha. And then in the co-main event, although it's hard to say co-main event because obviously you have three title fights in the top of this, but the co-main <laughs> event is another rematch uh, right after the first one, actually. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky is defending his title versus the man he took it from, Max Blessed Holloway there at 45, just the division ahead of you. Where are you going for that co-main event? I kind of, I, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Holloway. I think he's coming back hungry. I think Alex is a beast of a beast of a man, mm. but I think Holloway's gonna come in hungry and come after it. And then finally, in the main event, if we were doing this show just a little bit sooner, we we'd be talking about a different fight. But you know, if someone steps in super short notice, we got a short, not quite as short notice as you, but you know, they, they were close there. It's, uh, it's enough. It's enough. It's, it's enough. It's enough. My, my boy, game bread. <laughs> Game Game going there against, yeah. uh, Kamaru Usman is defending his title against, I don't know if he's putting up the BMF title for this one, but at least he's hopping in. Maybe he'll carry the strap there versus uh, Jorge Masvidal, the BMF champ, versus the welterweight champ. Who do you have for the main event of UFC 251? Masvidal. I think Masvidal? he's so – yeah, something baby. about his confidence and something about his – you know, he's kind of just who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. I love I love his style. I love his – I love his just, he's just – he's one of those fighters that want to fight. That's he's right. Not, he's Absolutely. not a point fighter. He's he's not like oh, let me figure out how to win this fight. He goes in to take taking out heads. So we're going with him. Awesome. Right. Well, we like to uh, Mike. Would you like to say anything to Gustavo before we let him go and play with Yoshi, as we all kind of want yeah. to right now? 
Yeah, I, I just appreciate you coming on the MMA for Money show and uh, giving us your insight on your short notice debut and uh, how the PI Performance uh, Center has helped you and just meeting you as a person, bro. You seem like a great dude. And I, I, I truly believe, you know, God connected us all through our good energy. And, and I'm just stoked to have you here. And I can't wait to have you before your next bout. Yeah, Definitely, you, man. Yeah, we'll so stay much, posted. Gustavo. We'll stay thank connected. Thank you so much. Goodbye, Yoshi. We'll give a wave to everybody. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, if you do sneak into one of those other apex fights we'll try to get you back on get you before the fight this time definitely yeah uh we'll, i'm looking for the end of august so hopefully we'll awesome. get in there we'll awesome. keep it posted and good luck with training and everything like that you have a good night Thank later brother guys. and with that let's roll